Twitch banning blind playthrough. I want to ramble to you for a second, okay? Just a second. Like, I know it's something you guys are gonna 100% agree with me with, and so it's kind of pointless telling you about it, but I'm, I'm gonna do it anyway. So this tweet. Happy to see Twitch has listened to everyone who shared feedback and removed the blind playthrough tag to encourage more inclusive language for our community. You can still use first playthrough or opt to use it in combination with no spoilers for the same sentiment. So blind as a word has like 87,000 meanings. Blind playthrough has nothing to do with visual impairment as do the vast majority of uses of the word blind. This is just such a misunderstanding of language that it's impossible not to look at this and go, the person who made this is impressively stupid, impressively dumb. And people are like, why not just use for, for first play, playthrough or whatever? Blind playthrough is lacking any knowledge of the game. A spoiler-free playthrough either means no spoilers will be given or that they're not desired. A first play, playthrough is the first time you are playing the game. So you can be one of these things, all, all three. Right? So when I play Cyberpunk, it'll be a blind playthrough. I avoided trailers, I avoided commentary on the game, I avoided this, I avoided this place. I know nothing about Cyberpunk, but going in, I, I, so I would know nothing. But and other people have watched all the trailers, no, maybe even have looked at the spoilers, have seen a, a gameplay that's been released. Like, we are not the same thing, right? We're, 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 the, the blind playthrough would apply to me, but not to them. You see? This just so misunderstands language that it's impossible not to get kind of annoyed about it. But but the real reason to get annoyed is twofold. The first is, so many people in reality feel good about themselves for making em empty gestures. Where absent these empty gestures, they would actually have to do something that achieves good in the world. So much good in the world is prevented by fucking stupid acts like this. Empty gestures, actual help for those who need it is prevented by people like this giving these empty gestures to people. Because you can now see people going, oh, well, I'm a good person, I no longer use blind playthrough as well. They're going to bed at night, wrapped in their covers going, I'm a good person, even though they've done nothing good. Empty gestures don't make the world a good place, but they prevent actual good from occurring. But it's even worse than that, because it doesn't just prevent these individuals from doing good, it also prevents actual good from occurring in, in like a policy way. You've only got a limited amount of social and political capital to achieve good in this world or to make change in society. What I mean by this is, like, let's say when you bring up, let's say, expanding public health care, you will have a group of people who go, oh, we can't, we can't do that. We can't let those, those people in who want to do this kind of stuff. You remember that time? They won't even let us use blind playthrough anymore. They're changing the fucking dictionaries. If we get them in, what else are they going to do? They're crazy. And you look at them and go, well, yeah, that is crazy, and it is stupid, and yet, I guess, people associate me, us lefties did do that. But, but there's actually important things we want to do. Oh, no, I'm not listening to any more of that. No, no, no. You people are fucking nuts. Can't even use blind playthrough anymore. You've got a limited amount of social and political capital. Every time you do something dumb, every time you make an empty gesture, you push against the grain to shove through something that, no, that isn't actually going to do some good. It prevents you from being able to achieve the things that actually matter. I've had people legitimately say, they will never vote for lefties because they're changing the fucking dictionary. And these people are preventing positive change in society with their fucking empty gestures. It's, it's extraordinarily frustrating. Why waste your social and political capital on things that don't matter? Why, in, why intentionally misunderstand language to achieve something that, that isn't going to actually make the world a better place? 
It's just prostrating on levels that you can't imagine. For a person who actually wants society to improve in a measurable way. To help people who need it. To see these people, who should be my allies in this, to actively work against our interests. I know this just looks like a small issue. Why get angry about this? But this, this is the tip of an iceberg of stupidity by people who do not want to put the effort in to actually achieve good. Lazy fucks who want to sit on their asses and make, make stupid tiny changes to language rather than actually making qualitative difference in the world. It sucks. A person like this has no right to feel good about themselves for their shit. It isn't about achieving good. It is about making the person putting forth this change, making them feel good. It isn't about what actual effect will occur. It isn't about making other people feel good. It's about the person making the change feeling good. It is an empty gesture. While in that ramble I focused on people pushing for such changes, it's also important to criticize the company aspect of this as well. These changes on a company level are completely meaningless, and that's why they're done. They can say, ah, look how much we care about others, we made this change over here. And so when something substantive comes along that they could actually do to benefit others, they go, ah, oh, well, I guess we can't do that. But remember that last time we changed that uh, the blind playthrough thing? Clearly we actually care, and we just, our hands are tied in this case. At any time where a company can effectively do nothing but make themselves appear good or appeal to a certain demographic, they will they will do it. They basically want to build credibility. So next time they uh, are asked to do something, they say, look, we, we can't do it. Or, or next time they fuck up in some meaningful way, they go, oh, well, you know, we, we're not that bad. Remember that time we changed blind playthrough? It's about wanting to appear as if you care, but never wanting to hurt your bottom line, never wanting to make any actual substantive changes. It's always meaningless stuff that can get you little brownie points that you can save up to use a later date. What music do I listen to on stream? What playlist is this genre? Is this music? It's called Chill Hop. It's a content ID free playlist that I've been using for a very long time. They continuously add new songs to it. It's not the best music. It's not the worst music. It's meant to be like, like inoffensive music as in like very few people will stop by and be like, oh, this music. Oh, no. You know, elevator music. Whenever I hear elevator music, like the, the, the phrase or whatever, I always think of um, Eminem, that line where he's like, I make elevating music, you make elevator music. Can't even what song that comes from, but... Ludwig's meteoric rise and Moist Critical speaking to the CEO of YouTube. Do I watch Ludwig? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Ludwig is an interesting fellow. His meteoric rise has been interesting to watch. It'd be interesting to know how much of his rise has been because of his involvement with other content creators versus his uh, his own original brand and personality. Of course, part of the reason why he was able to be involved with other content creators is because of his brand and personality. I just mean like, in, in a reality where Among Us didn't come to be a thing, uh, how big would Ludwig be today? I think he'd still be a very big content, content creator, right? I don't attribute his increase in size just to his involvement with other content creators who are larger, you know? Do I watch Critical Charlie? I, I, the last video I watched before this stream started was a video from Critical, talking about his uh, conversation with the YouTube CEO or whatever. Very smart move, honestly. Um, even if like nothing comes of that phone call, it's a smart move for the uh, YouTube higher up people, um, Susan Wojcicki or however you say her last name, to have a conversation with him. Does a lot for um, YouTube's PR. To have a person like Critical being like, you know, I'm hopeful about YouTube in uh, 2021. 
Like I came away with the uh, from the conversation having a higher opinion of YouTube. So, what if Cyberpunk sucks? I answered this question before the game actually released. What if Cyberpunk isn't good as the hype? Then I would just keep playing GTA 5. Honestly, Cyberpunk not being all that great would probably help me a bit because I'm not done with a bunch of stuff in GTA 5. Like it would really suck if I really, really love Cyberpunk 2077 and I never, I never complete Oko for GTA 5 and Pacifist never gets done and whatnot, you know. As much as I want to love the game, of course, like I'm conflicted. It'd be nice to have a new world to run around in, but at the same time, I hate leaving th things unfinished. Cause not like I can come back to this six months from now and be as proficient as I am right now. It's part of the reason why I stopped speedrunning and uh, begun focusing on Oko, it's because I didn't want to, you know, get sidetracked and, and, and forget strats and stuff. The potential difference in grading standards between countries. What's my uni education? I have a psych degree. I averaged 80% which I think is pretty good. I don't think, I, I, I don't think a, like an 80 qualifies as an A or something. So don't get the impression I'm an AA student or something. I thought it does it. it. It depends on your country and course. I think for some courses in this country, like the, like 85 gives you the highest grade. Cause not all countries uh, do the same kind of testing or whatever, you know. 80% is an insane grade in UK is basically 100%. Yeah, I, it's hard to know like what countries have the harshest grading or the uh, hardest tests or, or whatever, right? It's entirely possible in one country for the testing to be super goddamn easy and another for it to be super hard and to pretend as though uh, getting 100% in both tests is the same is kind of silly, right? But I don't know enough about the education systems of all countries to, to make a direct comparison. Because it seems as though you'd kind of want to make 100% like impossible because then you'd have the greatest ability to differentiate between students as to who is really proficient and who's not, you know? Is one hit knockout and pacifist possible at the same time? Is Oko and pacifist possible at the same time? Given that pacifist isn't possible by itself, I, I can't complete the game passively. Obviously pacifist and Oko is equally as impossible. I just wish I had the strength to edit all of pacifist so that I can get back to actually working on pacifist, as in like reducing the amount of deaths. I know so much more about the game now. I got a lot more glitches and, and stuff in my belt. Like I, there's more that I could do. The first moment I knew I wasn't going to like Red Dead Redemption 2. A clip released on my clips channel, which I titled, uh, when Dark Viper AU knew he wasn't gonna like Red Dead Redemption 2 or something like that. The clip shows me going off road and then like within like two seconds, immediately mission failing because I wasn't on the road. And then being walked back like 15 minutes in the past and, and having to do like a, the slow drive again uh, and, and a stupid mini game. There wasn't the first moment in the game actually that I thought I wasn't gonna like the game. The first moment was when I first looted a corpse uh, at the beginning of the game and it took like 20 seconds and there was like 20 other corpses to loot. And I was just like, I, I, I spent 20 seconds looting this, like longer than the fanfare of looting a chest in Ocarina of Time, and I got a piece of string and a penny. Clearly this game has not been built for fun. In subsequent editions of Red Dead Redemption 2, they did fix it and they reduced the looting time, but I was just like, clearly whoever made this game did not have fun in mind 
there was not a person in that room being like, is this fun? And I knew I was going to struggle to enjoy the game. I was still hopeful that I would enjoy it. But that kind of stuff doesn't get through a process uh, uh, that, is, that, is consider that has fun as a consideration. If you have very long looting in a game, perfectly acceptable. But what you get has to be really, really, really good to justify that amount of time. And the looting has to occur infrequently. Red Dead Redemption 2 had the worst of every world. Endless items that were complete garbage. Endless items that all do basically the same thing. So you open your inventory, you don't even know what anything is. Looting was very frequent, but very long, and provided you with complete garbage. Anyone who understands game design isn't going to implement a system like that. But it got through and required tuning later. Very, very crazy. My repeating the same rambles. How do you deal with acid reflux? Um, don't eat really greasy, fatty foods. Elevate your bed, like a little bit, on one side. Uh, like at the, the head area or whatever. Have a lot of uh, acid reflux tablets. That's all I do. Although I do eat a lot of greasy food still, but... <laughs> yeah, don't eat or sleep. Cures everything. I swear you've answered that question before. If you look up my rambles uh, and search for a word, you will generally find multiple entries for any word that you uh, search up because I, I speak on things many different times and they end up in different rambles anyway. I don't usually bother removing topics that I've spoken on before, especially because like my opinion can change over the course of a week or two. Uh, or a person might be watching that ramble for the first time and not heard me speak on that topic. Or I might just present my views in a, in a better way the second time around. I do think it must be frustrating for people who watch every ramble though, when they're like, oh, Matt's talking about this topic again? Oh, fucking hell, you know? I hope those people will just skip over that part if they don't want to hear me talk about it again, you know? How alerts will be handled when I get back to speedrunning? Is t text to speedrun? It is not. I don't know what I'm gonna do when I get back to speedrunning, because when I speedrun, normally I do have alerts and text to speedrun, but I don't want too many alerts to happen. My viewership has increased substantially since I last speedrun consistently. Uh, I'd be concerned that I would receive too many donations and too many bits and too many subs and stuff, because as nice as that is, I don't want to ruin the stream or YouTube experience for people. But a lot of the uh, alert sounds are quite funny, and the text-to-speech can be funny too. But it is an unfortunate side effect that sometimes they can uh, ruin particular clips that happen, you know? Maybe I'll just uh, turn off the sub sound entirely, or increase the, the cost for text-to-speech or the alerts or something. Think on later. There's a lot of uh, donation sound suggestions as well that I should add, but that's in the future. That's future Matt's problem. Fuck that guy. Do I believe in free will? Do I think we have free will? Not in the sense that most people use the term. I do not believe in libertarian free will. But then again, depending upon who you talk to, no one does. The definitions of free will that you have to use to save the concept of free will, uh, I don't think are very useful. As in, there is a difference between you picking up a glass versus a person putting a gun to your head and telling you to pick up a glass. If you want to call that difference free will, then that Definition of free will I accept. All others, I reject. COVID vaccine and PAX Australia. I saw a report today that uh, the first person 
to receive a COVID vaccine. Well, there's some nine-year-old woman received a COVID vaccine. So maybe uh, things are going to turn for the better. I hope that uh, COVID is sorted for um, the next PAX. I think PAX is held in October, so it's possible that, it could, uh, that we could get to that point. It's going to be some months before such a vaccine is uh, ubiquitous. The speedrun ambassadors. I was watching um, Trash Taste yesterday, where they were talking about all their favorite YouTubers. And of course, Summoning Salt was mentioned. It's like everyone loves Summoning Salt. You know, it's, it's pretty nutty. He's done such good in terms of uh, presenting speedrunning to the masses in, in a very positive uh, way. Like, it, it, it captures the essence of the struggle for world record and stuff. It's, a, it's an art. I have a lot of respect for that dude. They also mentioned Smallens. Smallens also is hugely respected by the wider content creator community as a speedrunner. Like I know Ludwig mentioned him in um, his talk with Devin Nash, and now the Trash Tage people are mentioning him, and uh, uh, he seems to be friends with a lot of these people. Smallens is like the ambassador for speedrunning with the, uh, the, the normal people. <laughs> Changes to my energy levels. I need to find a way to get myself more energy though. My body can't match up to my, uh, like, my mind's desire to stream. I get too tired. That fucking sucks. Back in the day, guys, I was doing 100% runs back to back. That's not really true, but it was close to true. Like, I'd take, like, a day off in between 11-hour streams, finishing the whole entire run. I would love to see how high my viewership would be if today I finished in 100% run. You're crazy. But I think my standards for my energy were much, much lower back in the day. Like, I was much more comfortable just playing the game for 10 minutes without speaking. Or just kind of chilling. And just responding to chat. Rather than being uh, somewhat engaged with whatever I'm doing. I don't think gluten matters for that. Um, but yeah, working out and waking up the same time every day is important. But I don't do that because I'm a dumbass. Finding new music and Spotify. I do watch TikTok, guys. TikTok is currently my best source for new music right now. Just added um, a song called Resurrection by someone, something signed with G. I need a better way to find music, though. I say many times, and you take a day and just uh, chill with Spotify and let it recommend me stuff. Of course, I can't use this actual recommendation because it only recommends Chill Hop to me because I listen to Chill Hop all day on stream. The radios and stuff can kind of help me. Like, I don't get to experience the your your year of music that Spotify releases because it, it's all just chill hop on the stream. Whoa, man, you really love chill hop. Eh, not really, it's just all right. But it's a surprise you to learn that I do not listen to chill hop in my spare time. What music do I usually listen to? What, what Normally, the music I listen to is whatever handful of songs I've happened to run across over the last month, I'll listen to those five songs. Until I find different songs. The Matrix 4. You hear they're releasing uh, The Matrix 4? They're even supposedly releasing it on um, uh, streaming at the same time as um, cinemas. Along with what, that Wonder Woman movie and something else. Like, I didn't look at the third Matrix movie as something that necessarily led it to another sequel. I wonder what they're going to do with it. Or if it's a prequel or something, which I doubt it is. Oh, it's Dune, that's right, yeah. Doesn't the story end in the third movie? Well, it ends with, um, humans being released from the Matrix and stuff, but... 
you could definitely write more if you really wanted to, like, because the Matrix would still exist, and, I mean, the, the machines still need a source of energy, and the machines might have lied, or, you know. Oh, you didn't Neo die? It's fiction, like, you can, you know. Yeah, Keanu's gonna be in it, I think. I mean, I saw him on the front cover. That guy's been in a lot of movies recently. Like, a lot of movies. How is Keanu not the, the best paid actor right now? It was The Rock, apparently. Was Keanu on the list? New Matrix is an attempt to cash in on the Keanu hype? Possibly. I mean, it's hard to imagine they could have just immediately made a script. It's possible that there was always a Matrix 4 script laying around and no one wanted to do it because there didn't seem to be much of a drive after the third movie for another one. But now with Keanu being hyped, it's like, oh shit, blow off the dust of that script and let's fucking go, you know. Oh, Keanu likes the story? Oh, maybe, maybe it's uh, good then, I guess. Well, we'll see, we'll see. We shall see, ho ho ho. Kratos now being in Fortnite. What do I think of them adding Kratos to Fortnite? It is impressive that Fortnite can kind of just interact with any uh, uh, property like that. Like the, I wonder who's making those calls. Is Epic Games calling up these com these other um, companies and being like, "Hey, yo, can we just have your character?" Yes, thank you. Or is, or is that company reaching out like, "Hey, I know you've got a lot of characters in your your game. You want Kratos?" Hype up the, our game, right? Like both parties benefit. So I wonder who's paying the money there. Kratos is like the least Fortnite friendly character. I can absolutely see Kratos as like some other god controls reality and basically chucks Kratos in to a portal similar to, um, uh, you know, the samurai in Aku, you know? And Kratos is just like rolling his eyes as he continues to be thrown through different realities and he has to beat up different characters from different universes. That I, I would I would pay to see that and play that. Like he just appears in Los Santos, just cracks Trevor's skull with his axe and then moves on kind of thing. Funny reference to GTA 6 in 2021. So the dude who does pitch meetings released a video today where he, he titled it something like, um, this video is gonna age poorly. Uh, talking about how 2021 is gonna be so amazing and he just mentions all these clearly very exaggerated things that are never gonna happen in 2021, but that, you know, in a, in a dream reality, they might happen. And one of the things that he mentioned was GTA 6. It's like, man, I'm, I'm just, I just don't have any time anymore because I'm spending so much time playing GTA 6. <laughs> that would be the dream, but it's not gonna come out in 2021. I, find, I did find the reference funny though. I don't think it's inconceivable that Among Us might still actually be popular all throughout 2021. Clearly not as popular as it is now, but it w that would not surprise me. And plus, we have the new map to look forward to. How would GTA 5 hold up if it was released in 2020? You gotta wonder how this game would be received if it came out, you know, like this year, let's say. Let's say instead of Cyberpunk coming out, it was this game. I think it would still be received very, very well. At least in its current state. Like the console version obviously being released would be bad, but the, the PC version. Although could you imagine how, like, like how pissed people are now that GTA 6 hasn't come out. Imagine they didn't release GTA 5 seven years ago. So the wait would have been over a decade for GTA 5. Oh, certainly there's references in the game that uh, would be dated. Like, references to Kale being a superfood or whatever. And, and and shitting on yoga and stuff. Oh, you can absolutely guarantee if this game hadn't come out, people would have just kept modding 
GTA 4 to just insane degrees. People would have probably made their own DLC for GTA 4 by that point. Could Rockstar ruin GTA 6's speedrun ability and using mods in speedruns? Could Rockstar do anything to stuff up speedrunning for GTA 6? Oh, absolutely. They could never entirely fuck up speedrunning, except by making the game really boring to play. That's the, that's the only thing. They could make the game 50 hours long and people would still speedrun it, but it would become either segmented or they'd make shorter categories. And honestly, the, the best way is just to make a really shitty game. Like, if they intentionally made the game uh, so the cutscenes couldn't be skipped, pretty much immediately, I'm sure speedrunners would come together and be like, let's just mod this shit and skip the cutscenes. Once upon a time, I think, like, no changes to the game in any capacity was, like, just the universal standard. But as things have moved forward, I think it's more acceptable to a lot of people to, you know, as long as it doesn't fundamentally change the game or reduce the amount of skill involved or something, uh, and it's more about accessibility or creating an even playing field, in those cases, in rare cases, mods can be acceptable. Because clearly there's no skill in watching a cutscene, you know? Especially when it's the difference between a run being viable and not viable, you know? Which mods? I mean, the universal uh, best example was always that one for Bioshock or whatever that made it so uh, a particular item spawned permanently in a box rather than having to reset over and over again for like a 1% chance or something. Or there's us now with the Project 1.27 or whatever. Resident Evil 3 OG is by default a modded run. Mod gives you grenade launch 100% chance like 30 minutes into the run while in game it would be normally be a 40% chance, yeah. An example that like that, I'm assuming the rocket launcher is like a must have. The problem with mods being too acceptable though is that, like take that rocket launcher example for, like let's say there's a better strategy that could have been found or that would have been found if not for that mod. Like, that's always the fear, that you'll get into a case where you're modding around RNG rather than finding more optimal strats to avoid RNG, you know? Forson being banned. An update to this story. According to Forson's Twitter, he's going to be unbanned sometime after Christmas. Yeah, it is weird, Forson being banned. People suggest that he was banned because he opened an image on stream that looked perfectly fine. But then the image morphed into a horse cock or something. So it was a trick image. Like he opened it and he's like, oh, okay, this is a fine image. And he put it on stream and then it changed. He legitimately just got trolled. A streamer is usually banned because they don't know the rules. I don't think the rules are anything beyond which you would just expect of a platform like Twitch. Yeah, it really feels like they just don't like Forsen. Many streamers have uh, shown nudity or done the wrong thing and uh, either not being punished at all or got a slap on the wrist or whatever. It did really seem like they were looking for a reason to uh, ban Forsen. The speculation is potentially that, because uh, Twitch seems to be wanting to move into esports, but every time they'd host anything esports related, people would be spamming like Forsen boys and shit in the chat. And I guess they probably didn't like that. I don't know. He has nothing to do with it. Well, he has something to do with it because he's Forsen. You're right that he's not instructing it in any capacity. I mean, it likely does reflect... I mean, we're, we're only speculating. We're just thinking of reasons why Twitch may not like Forsen. He is one of the biggest people on the platform, and his chat is a cancerous spamming mess. Not nearly as cancerous as it once was, but maybe they think it reflects badly upon them. And while he is a big streamer, he's not the biggest, you know? He is very OG, though. How long had Forsen been on the platform? I remember him from the Hearthstone days. 
Six, seven years. The Happy Hob and GTA 5 no hits. Pacifist was the first one that I wanted to do. And one hit KO was inspired by um, the Happy Hob. I later learned that he actually really likes Grand Theft Auto 5. I can't remember specifically, but he may have wanted to do this himself. I even gave him the mod if he wanted to try it, but he never did. So either because I did it, he didn't want to do it, or he saw how much of a shit fest this is and just never wanted to try. Understandably, this game is less suited to no hit or no damage or whatever than, um, than the Souls games are. You think I can't play this game casually? I mean, GT Online is basically me playing it casually. Cyberpunk, nudity, and Twitch TOS. Does Cyberpunk have a censored mode for nudity for streamers? Yes. That's good, but also like, damn. <laughs> you know, because if there was no censored mode, then it would be allowable under Twitch TOS as long as you didn't focus on it or whatever, you know. There was that period where, what was that game? Where you started out naked or whatever and then you build stuff? People play that with nude character models on stream. FPS cap in GTA 5 speedruns. I'm hoping that the expanded and enhanced version of GTA 5, um, that is apparently coming to PC as well, isn't going to change the limit that GTA 5 has on FPS. If you go too far above 140 FPS, the game starts to stutter like mad, and it's just unplayable. Uh, that's good for speedrunning for us, because it means that, like, you know, 10 years down the line, a person can't just play with 300 FPS or something and, and decimate all the speedrun times, because FPS does have uh, some moderate influence on how fast you can run the game, how significant curb boosts and brake boosts and stuff work. So having a hard cap of 140 means that there's only so far that hardware can carry you. But if the expanded enhanced version just somehow fixes that and it becomes like infinitely scalable, people are going to be coming back every five years with new technology and just blowing world records out of the water. People probably weren't around for it, but there was a time where we tried to enforce an FPS cap and uh, there was so much debate and people just screaming backwards and forwards and it, so it just ended up getting dropped. Yeah, dark times. But I mean, things have matured since then, and the dipshits have left. So uh, I suspect that next discussion will be a bit more mature. And we can uh, largely just remove the people who don't actually run the game, who tried to dominate the conversation last time. Do I enjoy my Clips channel? Is the Clips channel providing me with enjoyment? Yes. I find myself hilarious. Certainly it is annoying going through and finding the best clips. But uh, it is funny, the ones that I, that I put up there. I probably should have kept more of the pacifist ones that, from, from unreleased footage, but I just basically deleted them all because I thought it would be too spoilery. Clips channel is just for money. The Clips channel was begun primarily to build my brand, as in get more viewers to watch my other stuff. I did not expect it to be as successful as it is. Where it dwarfs my main channel right now. The Clips channel is how, my f how you found me, see? Exactly. To my knowledge, I was, I, I had to be at least be one of the first to make their own dedicated clips channel. Like a lot of the really, really big content creators, you know, they, they can't be fucked. And they're happy to let these other people do it for them, you know. I have an advantage though that what I'm doing is somewhat unique. If you get suggested a random clip from a random streamer, if they do something funny, you're like, oh, that was funny, but you might not necessarily seek them out. But with my clips, 
you know, Chaos, GTA 5 speedrunning, GTA 5 Oco, people might not know that it exists. And because they become aware of that, they go, oh, okay, maybe that's something I want to look into. Maybe I like that kind of thing, you know? It is always depressing when something very low effort becomes so much more successful than something really high effort, you know? Effort does not necessarily translate one-to-one -one into reward on YouTube or in life in general. Do I regret starting to do challenge runs over speedruns? Do I regret stopping speedruns? Not even slightly. You can't have everything in the world. Not stopping speedrunning and doing challenge runs was the, it was a brilliant move in regards to uh, growing my channel and learning more about the game. And in many ways, appreciating the game even more. I love one hit KO. I love passive percent. It's just, in this, in the same way that you, I, I realize I can't have it all, I still wish I could have it all. I wish I could have speed ran this entire time as well. Kept up with the runs and kept my time more competitive and stuff. But you just, you just can't do it all. I'm not sure if anyone, one individual came up with the idea of one hit KO. The idea of having only one HP and needing to not take damage is, you know, as old as video games. Like I wasn't even the first person to do one hit KO for uh, an entire run of a GTA game. Like I'm pretty sure San Andreas Chaos has a one hit KO option. And I know people have done one hit KO runs of uh, San Andreas and stuff. At least I think they had, because there's a, there's a leaderboard for it. It's just not very popular. Like San Andreas, you just have access to a lot more tools. Uh, and the game is a bit more jank, making it a lot easier to do. And no one has completed GTA 5 Oko now. But I'm the only person who really took it seriously. Uh, like, you can watch my first runs of this, and uh, I treated it the same way that other people treat it. Where it's just, you know, get through the game as fast as possible with only one HP. I don't think there'd be any advantage to having Oko become competitive. Because clearly, if it just becomes down to time, the fastest person, the person who does it the fastest is going to be the person who just takes the most risks. And in a run this long, uh, every single mission, you could take some additional risk to get that little bit faster. Like the fastest one hit KO run would be only slightly faster than the fastest speed run. Because all you would do is avoid the intentional deaths. And so you just have to hope that you just never get hit. It'd be interesting to see what strategies are developed to avoid possible damage while still going fast, but it wouldn't be something I'd be interested in. It, I, it would just seem a worse speedrun to me. Be sure to like the video and subscribe to my channel. It costs you nothing and I wish you all the best.